Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamora. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamora and Raphael Tamora. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. We will continue to address our overall theme for this 13-week season of Creating Miracles. For today's show, we're exploring the choice that you have to make whenever you are at a major crossroads in your life. You might feel like you need to make a fundamental change in your life in some way. It may be time to look for a new job or embark on a different kind of career, or you might have been looking at making a big shift in an important relationship. Perhaps you have an opportunity to pull up stakes and move to a new locale to live. Or you may have had a profound wake-up call and realized you need to overhaul the whole way you are living your life. Whatever the crossroads that you are at in your life, you would need to choose how you are to proceed. And that's our topic for today. Your choice, repeat history or create a miracle. Most people don't tend to think about creating a miracle that it's really a choice they have. Yet, what's creating a miracle about? First, generally, a miracle is defined as an event that cannot yet be explained by science or known laws of nature. It also has the connotation that it is outside the experience of the norm. So in last week's episode of our show, we talked about creating miracles as creating outside the box. When you need to make a basic change in your life in some way, whether by design or by necessity, it means that you have come to a realization that you cannot continue to live that part of your life the way you have been living. That means continuing to repeat your history is no longer a valid choice. Certainly, you can keep on living in the same way you've been living, but you already know that that's not working for you anymore. If you insist on continuing to repeat how you have lived in your past, things are likely going to deteriorate quite quickly. Your life isn't going to get any better for you without making some big changes. Often people procrastinate in making the changes they know they need to make in their lives, not because they don't want to improve their lives, but because they are afraid to take that first step. Their fear is essentially about stepping into a completely new territory from the familiarity and comfort of what they've been accustomed to for a long time. It's the fear of the unknown, and many people freeze up from taking their next step because they feel they don't know what to do. After all, they've never done it before. Well, how do you ever learn anything new? When you are learning something new in life, it's new because you've never learned it or done it before. That's always the case. If you've already learned it or have done it before, it's not really new to you, is it? 
It's part of your history. So it's easy to continue to do the tried and true stuff in life. And that's perfectly fine as long as it's working for you and you're happy with it. But here we're talking about those times in your life when you have to make that big change. Gulp. (laughs) That means you have to step forth into uncharted territory where maybe big hungry beasts are looking for a tender morsel to gnaw on. Scary, scary. (laughs) That's where creating miracles becomes most important. It's about going where you've never gone before safely. None of us ever know what to expect when we move into a new space in any way. It could be good. It could be bad. It could turn out to be fun, but it could just as easily end up not enjoyable at all. Life doesn't seem to make any guarantees like if you ruin your life by making the wrong decision, you have a 30-day return or redo warranty. That's funny. (laughs) That's what many of us get scared about, isn't it? What if the decision we make turns out to be wrong or bad? It could ruin our lives, right? Well, rather than choosing to stay in the rut of our past or merely rearranging the furniture of our lives a little bit, choosing to create a miracle is a kind of guarantee in and of itself that whatever happens is going to turn out in the best way possible, not only for us, but for everyone involved in this change. How does that work? Once again, most of you are quite familiar with the saying, ask and it shall be given to you. It's a profound and basic truth about spirit. Whenever you ask and whenever and whatever it is that you ask for will be given to you by spirit in this world. Why so many people don't believe in this is that they feel they've asked many times and never received what they asked for. Yet that experience of spirit failing to come through on the promise comes from several essential misunderstandings of what this instruction means and how to carry it out correctly. It also requires that the recipient is able to receive the gift. Yes, it's always a gift, even though you may have specifically asked for it. You created it in your asking of whatever it is that you asked for, but it is given to you by spirit in this world. It's truly a collaborative creative venture. This collaborative creative process between you and the undivided limitless spirit is one that is somewhat like an untrained musician working with a master musician and musical producer to realize a song. In this analogy, you are the untrained musician and you have a particular song in your head that you'd like to have produced professionally in the world that people could listen to and enjoy. You can hear the song in your head, but you have no idea how to compose it on paper or play it on an instrument. It's like seeing the image of the suspect in your head but not being an artist, you can't draw it. Yet, just like a non-artist witness can describe the suspect's face to a police artist to draw and guide the artist to make corrections, until the drawing looks as close to what the witness sees in his or her own head, You could do a similar thing with a song you have in your head. In the case of you having a song that you made up in your head but aren't able to play it, you can do a similar thing with an expert musician and producer to bring it out of your head 
to be played as a finished song by professional musicians so you can share it with others. You created the song you are asking to be produced, even if you can't play a single note of it or don't know the first thing about song production. You ask and you receive the gift of a completed song produced to your specifications. Of course, the song you created in your head may have been a pretty simple version of the song with just a melody line, since in this example you're not a trained musician, but by the time you work with professionals, the finished song may sound quite different than the simple tune you originally had in your head, but you'll be much happier with it. Creating miracles, that's that collaboration too. Creating miracles is a bit like that as well. So the finished gift that you receive may seem quite different than what you believed you asked for of spirit when it manifests in your life. This is one reason that a lot of people miss the fact that they received what they asked for. It didn't appear according to their expectations of how it would look on the outside. Yet, just like in the case of your simple tune being produced into a professional caliber song with all the musical complement that beautifully enhances your basic song, when you ask for something from spirit, the final product or gift will be a miracle, and therefore often quite unexpected. The gift of spirit almost always is much more than what you expected because it addresses the deeper levels of what you were truly asking for rather than what you thought you were asking for. Yeah, that's that's also been my observation of many people over the years who felt that they asked but didn't receive what they asked for. So many people have a very narrow expectation of what they will receive in relationship to what they think they're asking for. Yes, it's true that often when you ask for a sunny day so that you could have a wonderful outdoor wedding, you do get a gorgeous sunny day for it. But there are plenty of couples who ask for gorgeous weather for their wedding who ended up with rain or cold or worse. Does that mean spirit plays favorites? Absolutely not. Why it seems that it's just the lucky ones that get what they ask for and that spirit is a bit unreliable is that spirit always gives those who are asking what they need as well as what they are truly seeking in their ask. Even if the supplicants are not aware of what that is. For example, friends of ours, who happen to be quite capable and very spiritually aware in their own right, decided to get married and set up a grand outdoor wedding at a time of the year known to have consistently great weather at the venue. Family and friends traveled in from far and wide to cheer on the lovely couple. The place was gorgeous, and the weather couldn't be better until the actual wedding day, (laughs) until the actual wedding. (laughs) Just before the start of the wedding, totally unexpected, the sky darkened and it started to literally pour bucketfuls on everyone dressed in their Sunday best. Fortunately, 
there were areas right around the altar that had some tarp-like covering, but even under the even under the protection of the tarps, the, the sideways rain and wind got everyone drenched. Our friends worked on this wedding day for months and prayed for great weather amongst many other things. Why would Spirit give them something so opposite to what they sincerely asked for? Well, what was the main underlying reason for their request for beautiful weather? They not only wanted to celebrate their marriage, but they wanted all their guests to have a wonderful time. They were bringing some members of their families and friends together for the very first time. More than anything else, they wanted everyone to get to know them and each other and have a miraculous experience. They wanted their wedding to be an experience that brought everyone much closer together in joy and celebration to start off their marriage. So unbeknownst to them or anyone else at the time, they got a downpour for their outdoor wedding. They had to move everyone from the downpour into the building and move the rest of the wedding ceremony inside to the backup area where the another in, indoor altar was. Yet everyone instantly got closer. I mean, literally squeezing into each other. <laughs> this wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah otherwise. Pandemic, yeah. No, uh, they're squeezing into each other in groups and started, they started spontaneously laughing, making jokes, and completely enjoying the surprise downpour and, and just... It just kind of blew off anybody's expectations of anything and and worries about anything. It just wiped clean, wiped it clean and and communicated with each other. That became the center of everything uh, while this rearranging was going on. It's just communication, and they got to know each other. It was absolutely a beautiful and profound experience for everyone else. Our friends told us that what seemed like a complete fiasco in the beginning instantly turned into a miracle of families and friends coming together even more and joyfully celebrating their marriage in a totally unexpected way. People talked about that wedding for years afterwards with delightfully fond memories. Did spirit drop the ball? Or did spirit give a gift of a miracle to answer our friend's most profound prayers? The surprise weather was just one of the props to bring about the real miracle gift. I've personally experienced many times in my life what others may have judged as a lousy situation. But for me, and for those involved, turned out to be best-case scenarios. One that immediately comes to mind is what happened during one of my 53rd birthday celebrations. I had several <clears throat> that year. <laughs> yeah. It was a spontaneous celebration that happened while Rafi and I attended a birthday party for another teacher-author at a friend's healing center. When someone discovered that my birthday was coming up 
Also, in four days' time, they secretly decided to get another birthday cake and wish me a happy birthday as well. When the woman ceremoniously carried my birthday cake to me to blow out the candles, she reminded me that I had to close my eyes and make my birthday wish before I did that. So I obediently (laughs) closed my eyes and reflected for a, a moment on what truly would I like to wish for. And without any kind of thinking about it, an amazing golden light filled my head and I realized that, ah, what I would like is to more fully embody the Christ. So I made that request to Spirit, opened my eyes, and blew out all the candles. Everyone cheered and clapped and sang me happy birthday, and the party resumed. Well, next morning, I woke up, and shortly after I got out of bed, had a heart attack. <laughs> Well, does that, sound, <laughs> does that sound like a blessing or a gift from spirit? Well, it certainly doesn't sound like it, but it definitely turned out to be a miracle that it's just unquestionably a miracle, the beginning of a miracle. Before I got out of bed, I was having the most profound experience of limitless bliss. And this was the beginning of the miracle of more fully embodying the Christ. So this was one gift I kept on giving for many years afterwards. I'm sure Michael will have more to say about that after the break. And as normal, we'd like to talk at this point about some of our upcoming events. So the one coming up this weekend is a wonderful open to everyone uh, for teleclass weekend called Your Path to Freedom, Your Psychic Development, and Following Your Inner Spirit Guidance, a perfect subject for this week. Our special for teleclass weekend event coming up this Saturday, February 26th and Sunday, February 27th, and anyone who attends one or more of the teleclasses over the weekend will be able to participate in our popular bonus Zoom Q&A and social following the last teleclass on Sunday. And also, there is a discount if you buy the whole thing. And I would like to tell you what the names of each of the teleclasses are just to pique your interest a little more. This Saturday's morning teleclass is titled, Knock Knock, Who's There?, your psychic abilities, and getting to know spirit. And the afternoon class is Fear Not, being senior in relationship to other beings. The Sunday morning class is Your Angels and Spirit Guides, Communicating Spirit to Spirit for Inner Guidance. And the afternoon class is Staying on Track to Your Freedom, Follow Your Inner Spirit Guidance, Not Your Ego. For all the details or to sign up, go to michaeltamora.com, our website, our, or call our office and speak with our wonderful assistant, Noel at 530-926-2650, weekdays during business hour specific time. We'll return in a couple minutes with your choice, repeat history or create a miracle. We'll be right back.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. We're happy to have you back. When you're at a crossroads in your life, you have a choice to make. Would you like to repeat history or create a miracle. It's your choice, and it's what we've been discussing on our show today. So let's continue with that. Yeah, before the before the break, I was mentioning, you know, different kinds of situations where we ask spirit for something we're thinking in terms of, you know, a particular, like a, uh, asking for a sunny day for the wedding, and then turns out to be a downpour. You know, is that is that a mistake? Is that a favoritism? <laughs> Why didn't you know this couple get the get the gorgeous weather and they got the downpour instead? Ah, because whenever you ask spirit for anything, spirit answers in a much, much, much more profound and comprehensive way. The miracle is always a surprise, always the unexpected. So if you're stuck in in an expectation that just because I asked for embodying more of the Christ within myself for my birthday wish, it should be just amazing. Well, it was before I got out of bed. <laughs> As I was, I was in spirit, it experienced the total limitlessness, the Christ what would you call it, awareness, energy, whatever it is you want to call it, is, is this total limitlessness limitlessness of being eternity. And it's when I thought, oh, yeah, I, need, I have an appointment this morning. I have to get ready. Got out of bed and start walking is when the heart attack started. Well, most people would think, but that's, that's, you know, what's that got to do with embodying the Christ more? Well, that was the beginning, the, the limitless ecstatic experience 
before I got out of bed was was the beginning of embodying the Christ more. But you know, it's it's not only a gift, but it's a gift that kept giving for years afterwards. You have to recognize that asking to embody more of the Christ energy and awareness in one's life is a pretty tall order. <laughs> you know, that, that goes with, be careful what you pray for, right? Yeah, and, <laughs> and I knew I was get, what I was getting into when I asked for that, in, not in the sense of exact, you know, that I was going to have a heart attack or anything as part of it. No, it's, I knew it was going to be a big and, and long process. It's not an overnight thing. Huh. It's not like ordering, you know, a veggie burger <laughs> and getting a, a, a McDonald's, you know, Big Mac instead or something. <laughs> uh, was that, as I've mentioned many times on this show before, when you create a miracle in spirit, it happens all in an instant in spirit, but it unfolds here in the world over time and space. At times, you know, depending on what was asked for, that time period and process can manifest completely in a matter of seconds or hours or days. And at other times, the whole process until completion can manifest over years. The latter in that particular example has been going on for years and still, to this day, continuing this process of me receiving this gift of embodying more of the Christ within. Ah, So we can't jump to conclusions that just because one part of it is not something you asked for. (laughs) I certainly didn't ask for a heart attack, right? Nobody does. But... I got one because it's part of the process of you have to make space, especially when I ask for embodying something. You have to make space in the body energy field to be able to accommodate what you're asking for. We have to be in the place of being able to truly receive the gift here in this world. And that's what brings about some of these processes that, and experiences that may seem, uh, if you jump to conclusions, it may seem like, wow, it totally, it was a total fail. You know, it totally didn't work or whatever. I didn't get what I asked for. I asked for the opposite. I got the opposite or whatever like that. No, it's never that case. So when it comes to creating miracles by what you imagine and ask for within yourself in spirit, sometimes some parts of the unfolding process may seem to be the exact opposite of what you asked for. Remember, in this world, in spirit, everything is one, undivided. But here in this world, everything is divided between positive and negative, masculine and feminine, you know, night and day, positive, negative, always, always. So it's, Everything happens in a cyclic manner. There's the ups, and then if you got a really high up, you're going to have a dip (laughs) following the up. (laughs) And if you got a really low dip, then, you know, give it a little time. It's going to come back up again. Yeah. 
It's a little bit like the stock market. <laughs> uh, so it's important to not jump to the conclusion that a single incident or experience is the gift. Never is. In order for me to be able to receive the gift, I had to embark upon a whole new learning process that has been going on for years now. After all, you can't cook a tough piece of meat until it's been marinated and tenderized enough, right? (laughs) Well, in a similar way, Spirit has been giving me all kinds of marinades and tenderizers to prepare myself more and more to be able to receive the complete gift. Yet, you'll discover that when you are the recipient of a miracle, it's not just the end result that is the gift you ask for from spirit. The gift is the entire process from beginning to fulfillment. So you cannot judge a miracle coming into your life by what the unfolding process may look like at any given point along the way. You have to consider the whole gift. The part of creating a miracle for your first step toward the rest of your life or in making the big change in your life sets your new direction in life. Once you can have that process of the miracle unfolding in your life over time and space and learn from it and work with it, you will be given everything you need to continue along that new path you've embarked upon by creating the miracle. Step by step, it will reveal you, but you have to be the one to pay attention and take care of it and follow through with your part. Miracles given to you is like a gift of a plant or sometimes even an orchard. You have to take care of it day by day for it to stay healthy and grow to fruition. The real miracle that you receive in answer to what you ask for may not look like the thing that you ask for, but it will always help fulfill the purpose for which you asked for that thing. The example of our friend's wedding is one of those miracles. On the surface, they seem to have asked for gorgeous weather, but even though they apparently didn't get the weather as expected, they received a gift far more fulfilling of the underlying purpose for their request for good weather. See, they thought, everybody thought, you had to have good weather to bring everyone together and celebrate and get into great communication and and loving company and the whole bit. Yeah, no. It took actually quite the opposite, and it did the job. A huge part of how they were able to receive and benefit from the greater miracle was that they didn't get stuck on the past, not on their history, as in thinking, oh, no, this is not what we asked for. This is terrible. Our wedding is ruined, and so on. Now, rather than dwelling on what seemed to be not happening the way they had planned on, they immediately got themselves into the present, and was and what was being offered to them in the present. Huh. And they looked around and said, Wow, this is a miracle. As they went along with that, 
the miracle unfolded for them more and more, and their whole wedding party benefited. As with all miracles, everyone's involved. Everyone's included. Yeah, There's no exclusion in miracles. What is that all-important ingredient in being able to not only create a miracle, but also receive it as it's given and in whatever form it's given? Trust. You have to be able to first trust yourself that whatever happens, you will benefit from it. You have to be able to trust in the Spirit of God that no matter what happens, the miracle gift will be at least as good for the purpose for which you ask something for, but most likely far better. Can you have that? Or do you insist on micromanaging what and how everything happens and try to control every step to your liking? I started learning early on in my life that if I took care of the creating and asking part, as well as making myself fully available and prepared to receive what I've asked for, everything always worked out for the best, even more than anything I expected or imagined. I learned long ago also that how could asking the unlimited eternal creative power for anything or just some help be anything but completely safe and beneficial to myself and anyone else involved? Anything against that, that's not going to happen. Of course, More than a few of you might disagree by using what happened to me on just one of those occasions, that it wasn't all safe or beneficial. That's what most people would think about me asking for something amazing and then having a totally unexpected heart attack and a near-death experience to boot. (laughs) Well, from my perspective, I wouldn't trade any part of it at all. For anything, even though if you had asked me if I would like to have a heart attack and die for a what, for a bit, from it, I would have told you in no uncertain terms, no, (laughs) I'm not insane. (laughs) But like our friends did with their downpour at their wedding, I didn't get stuck in what already happened, even if it just happened, you know, moments ago but got into the present to create what I needed to do next. My choice has always been to create a miracle for my next step rather than dwell on what already happened before when the time came. Yes. Well, one of my views about miracles is that from moment to moment, we are making decisions all the time. We're making decisions to get out of bed, to brush our teeth. I know, that's a really hard decision. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably one of the hardest decisions everyone has to make. So when we come, what was it Michael called it, a crossroads? When we come to a crossroads, we're making major, what we call major decisions. You know, do I go this way or that way? And when you're on a spiritual path, these become much more uh, profoundly important to us. So what I like to do in introducing someone to the idea of bringing miracles into their lives is start with little things. 
Like, for instance, uh, I've talked about this before. Um, I do all the grocery shopping for the two of us. You know, I go out to the stores, and of course, things have been a little harder to get these days. <laughs> yeah. um, but I still find 90% of the time this works. If I go and I have something on my list that I know, especially that Michael wants, I, it's easier for me to let go of things I want. But something that he has put specifically on the list, and they don't have it. And what I'll do is I don't get upset about it. Rather, I put a little circle around it on my little grocery list and I go on with my shopping and then I'll circle around and go back to where that thing uh, normally is. And many, many times (laughs) it will be there. And I don't know if that's just spirit, you know, going to someone, you don't need that, put it back, or or if it actually manifested out of spirit just for Michael, uh, for me, actually, for Mm -hmm. Michael, um, doesn't matter. I always show my gratitude, and I pay attention that this actually happened. And one time it happened when I was uh, grocery shopping for our group, and I really, really needed a, a type of pastry, you know, frozen pastry thing, because it made cooking something that I was making a lot easier. And it was when we were still living in Mount Shasta and going to the small grocery store there, and they just didn't have it. I dug through everything, and I went... I practice this technique. I went on, I did all my shopping and I circled all the way back down to the the frozen department and I went there and it was as if someone had come along behind me and just thrown <laughs> it right on top of everything. It was right there, exactly what I needed. So, you know, these are little miracles of manifestation, if you will, but manifestation in this way isn't the only definition of miracles. When we make a right decision for ourselves, for instance, standing up for ourselves or cutting someone out of our life that's very toxic, that sort of thing, we put ourselves on a whole new healed path or a path toward healing anyway. And I think that's the bigger miracle. And, And part of the process of, say, letting go of a toxic relationship is being able to forgive it Because when you're forgiving it, you're not really forgiving the other person necessarily. You're forgiving yourself for getting yourself into that or letting yourself stay in it for so long and that sort of thing. So um, our decision making is really important and paying attention to our intuition is really important. So I wanted to share one more little miracle story. It's not one of mine, but one that... um, one that I read about somewhere. So if uh, you wrote this, please write us an email and let me know. Um, I don't know if I read it in Reader's Digest or what, but it's a man who really loved the Holy Spirit, loved the Holy Spirit with all his heart, and he decided one day he was going to turn his life over to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit tell him the things he needed to do to help others because that was his big thing. So this one day, it was like 9 o'clock at night, and he heard from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit said, go buy a gallon of milk. No, go buy two gallons of milk. So he went, okay, and he did that. And he's out coming out of the store, and he goes, now what do I do? And, And the Holy Spirit tells him, go down the block, turn right, turn left, go to this house, and knock on the door. It's 9.30 at night by this time, and he's kind of scared. So he does this, and the mother comes to the door whose baby is crying in the background, and she's been crying because she's out of milk for her baby, and she he has provided for her milk. And gosh, you know, that was the end of the story, 
I would have loved to follow the lives of both of mm. these people to see how that changed them. Because that's, the, that's basically the miracle energy of the Holy Spirit working through two people and bringing that miracle together, and that happens a lot. Okay, well, we're coming up on our second break, so please mark down Saturday, March 5th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time for the first teleclass of our brand new seven teleclasses of our ongoing series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think. In this new set, you'll be learning how to do psychic energy work for creatively expressing who you are in this world. The first of the teleclasses will be You Are a Creative Being, Energy Work for Making Space for Your Creativity. For all the details and to sign up, go to our March events calendar section at michaeltomara.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours specific time, Monday to Friday. We'll be right back with more on your choice, repeat history, or create a miracle. We'll see you soon. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. We hope you've been inspired to learn from your past history and move by create move on by creating something new. Let's continue our exploration of our topic for this show. Your choice, repeat history or create a miracle. I think that's a great title because many of us tend to repeat history. What is the old saying? Uh, it's easier to go with the devil we know than the devil we don't know. <laughs> in other words, uh, you know, even in an uncomfortable situation, at least you know how to deal with it. And, and what if you try to get out of that uncomfortable situation and it gets worse, right? So that's that's what keeps us from really taking that leap into create, you know, creating something new and moving out of that old pattern. Well, just before the break, I was talking about the story of the man who wanted to serve 
to serve people and was really in a very advanced state. And I talked about the Holy Spirit. You know, we turned it over to the Holy Spirit and took instructions and it worked. Well, you know, not everybody can do this. And I wouldn't suggest you buy two gallons of milk and knock at somebody's door at 930 at night without really checking in to make sure that's what you need to be doing. And the other thing is, for some listeners, using the word Holy Spirit sounds very Christian, and you might be against Christian Christian uh, ideas and all that kind of stuff. Um, but the way I use the term Holy Spirit, it really means uh, the, the power that is the creator, that which is here in this universe with us, that helps us out every step of the way and is with us all the time. And um, meditation practices and practices of kindness like this man was doing are the ways that we get more and more in touch with that higher level of spirit that can be our real guide in our decision-making process. And like Raphael said in the first segment about intuition, you have to use your intuition. When it comes to spirit... You can't intellectualize. Ah, intellectuality is important for many things in this world, especially when it comes to technology and you know inventing, building things, and figuring out how to put a computer together or how to make it work. But when it comes to your spiritual awareness and growth and development, ah, you can't talk to spirit. You can't contact spirit. By intellect. It has to be by intuition. In fact, my definition of what intuition really is, is having certainty in divinity or having certainty in spirit, having certainty in the undivided limitless. Oh, not basing whether you can have certainty or not on physical things or intellectual things. People often withhold having certainty from themselves until they have proof or some sort of confirmation that it's all right, you know, you can have certainty because you know the laws of nature or you can have certainty because you've already, you know, hold the world's record for something, so you're probably going to do pretty well. (laughs) Well, those are, it's not real true certainty. Those are mm, confirmation that you believe in because of history. And here today, we're we're talking about, oh, yeah, do you really want to repeat history, even if it's good history? You know, uh, we just had the Winter Olympics, and and there's uh, quite a few athletes Uh, participating in the Olympics who were previous medal winners in previous uh, Olympics and they were wanting to repeat or even do better by getting a better medal than the last time they got, you know? And some succeeded, some failed. But, oh, the certainty isn't really based on what you get. Now, the certainty is in spirit. When you have certainty in whatever you want to call spirit, that limitless, the all-knowing, whatever it is that you'd like to think about it as, when you have certainty in that, then 
you become very intuitive. You just like the example Raphael gave of the guy with the, you know, getting getting the answer from the Holy Spirit. You got to get this gallon of milk and deliver it to this person. Ah, you have to have certainty that, yeah, this is my intuition is telling me this. I know this. Ever have those times when when you know the answer, you, you know something, but if somebody asks you, well, how do you know? Prove it. You can't because it's intuition. You just know. There's no explanation on an intuitive knowing. There's no uh, procedure. There's no methodology in intuition. It's because you're contacting to spirit and it's instant. You know the whole thing instantly. It's not step by step. Well, first this comes, and then because of this, you figure this out based on that, and da 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 da. Nothing is based on history. It's right in the present. Huh. You got to be in the present to contact eternity. Because eternity is beyond time, as is the actual present is beyond time. Past and future. It's relative to time. So when you're intuitive, when you're trusting in yourself, you'll be able to follow your intuition. Most people think, oh, I have to trust my intuition. No, you have to trust yourself. Then you'll have the courage to follow your intuition. It's when you don't trust yourself that you get scared. What if my intuition misguides me? What if I'm wrong? What if my intuition is wrong? Huh. Don't blame it on the intuition. <laughs> intuition is just like the phone. You know, you just pick it up to use to communicate. You call uh, information, please. <laughs> or these days, it's, it's you know, holler out to, uh, what is that, the uh, Amazon unit uh, or, or Siri or somebody, you know, in your house, if you have a smart house, and you just say, okay, what's the weather like today? <laughs> it's 62 degrees, blah, whatever. Blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, and so <laughs> that's not intuition. <laughs> that's technology. But when you're following your intuition, you're able to follow it. You're not afraid of following it because not only when you have certainty in spirit, you have certainty. It's, it's when you know spirit, when you experience the thing you say is, I'm certain. I just know I know. Okay? And there's no thinking about it. There's no figuring it out. There's no looking for proof. You don't need it because... You're certain. Yep. I know I have to get a gallon of milk. I know I have to go to that particular house and deliver it. Huh. If somebody says prove it, you can't. If somebody says explain how you get there. No, I just know it. That's the nature of intuition. Because in spirit, everything is. There's no order to anything. There's no first step, second step, third step, and, and then you come to a conclusion. No, that's reasoning. Intuition is immediate. Yeah, 
and complete. So when you are asking of spirit, ah, then the communication and the exchange of information is via intuition. They go hand in hand because you already have certainty in spirit. Then you're going to be very, very intuitive. When the time comes, you're going to know what to do. There's a little more I wanted to talk about here, too, is um, what do you do if you experience any kind of fear, like what's going to happen or what if something doesn't work out uh, or come through in time? Well, one of the things about working with this higher energy is you also know that in your life you're here to learn lessons, lots of them. And sometimes when you're tuning in and going, okay, this is a da-da-da-da, I have to go, I, I'm asking for this. And you have this lesson in line and it's supposed to come in at this time. Um, whatever it is you asked is going to come in the form of this lesson. And some, like Michael said earlier, you know, sometimes it comes, the answer comes in very unexpected ways. So one of the things I learned in the asking is be willing if the answer is a lesson. Be willing if the answer is no. How do we know the answer is no to something? It simply doesn't happen. And we, if you're tuned into your intuition, you know this is a no. And an example of that is simply something like, I want that person over there. <laughs> you know, I'd like to be in a relationship with that beautiful woman over there, something like that for some of you guys, or man, for some of you women. And um, spirit just absolutely says no. And it could be, even though they're very attractive, you have no idea. They might be abusive. They might be completely wrong for you. And you've already had your lessons with that person. So willingness is the final thing I wanted to add to that. Well, once again, we've come to the end of our show for today. We're always happy that you could join us and hope that our shows inspire you to live more of the miracle of your life as spirit. Be sure to join us again next Wednesday for our episode, Your Miracle Havingness. That'll be fun. Learn what it means to be able to have a miracle and how you can start having more miracles in your everyday life. Remember, too, to call our office to sign up for... Your Path to Freedom, Your Psychic Development, and Following Your Inner Spirit Guidance, our teleclass weekend event happening this Saturday and Sunday, February 26th and 27th, and this is 2022 for those listening later. For the four uh, powerful teleclasses and a bonus Zoom Q&A social, which will help you become more aware of your inner guidance from spirit, have better relationships with spirit, discern the truth from the lies for yourself, and communicate more with your spirit guides. For all the details, check our website events calendar for February or call our office at 530-926-2650. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. <laughs>